Foul Territory is presented by Gizzard Gary Productions. It is recorded from my weekly YouTube program, which is live-streamed every Friday at 9 p.m. Central. It is a firearm and 2A-related panel discussion, where I and my panel discuss current news and events, along with audience interaction, casual conversation, and friendly banter. What will you learn today? And now, ladies and gentlemen, Foul Territory. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Foul Territory. I guess it's 2.37. I am your host, Gizzard Gary, and it is Friday, October the 20th, and as you can see, I have one lone panelist this evening, and that is 2 Live Moo. So welcome to Live Moo. I'm the, I'm the lone bovine. The lone <laughs> bovine from the state I'm, of Michigan, even. Michigan. Michigan. And I apologize for being late. I am dealing with internet issues here and I'm currently texting back and forth with my tech support who is pretty much useless. So uh, they're trying to tell me to do a bunch of unnecessary things or give me all kinds of poor excuses. So uh, Yeah, Gary does doesn't swear on live, but I heard him swearing a little bit during his tech support uh, issues. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. I'm having to curse somebody out in the text chat. So, uh, by the way, Mediacom, if you're out there. This bird's for you. All right. Give him the uh, bird. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry if anybody out there works for Mediacom. Uh, Let's see who we got out there out in the audience today. So we have Pat in a bunker. And uh, he not only, yeah, I'm sorry. My connection sucks. There ain't a whole lot I can do about it. Um. Pat in a Bunker is a new member. Well, he rejoined, and then he elevated himself up to the level of Super Chicken. So, thank you to Pat in a Bunker. Uh, Kingpin is out there. Blitz is in the audience. Mike is out there. And if it gets too bad, I'll just have to kill the show. I hope I don't have to do that. Artak and Daughters is out there. Um, two Live Moo out there and in here. Um... Let's see. Gun Websites is in his anniversary member for 27 months. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Pat in a Bunker is out there, he says. I, I presume he is. Uh, let's see. I got lost track of who I said hi to. I think I said hi to Blitz. Blitz says, I blame Snob and maybe Obi a little. Moose says, mostly Obi. <laughs> Rick Harris is out there. Uh, Let's see. Mike White, 2A Advocacy, mentioned him earlier. Ozzy Orsborne barking at the moon. And I'm a little rattled, so I'm liable to A, skip somebody, or B, mention somebody twice. So bear with me. I'm not myself tonight. Or maybe I am. Uh, Let's see. 
little bit of talk about that. Rick Harris says it's in the 40s here. Feels like back in the good old days when it was always cold on Halloween. It's 68 here. We got 50 here. Oh, okay. I got a service. I got a service appointment. They're going to send a tech out here for the third straight week to tell me it's not in my house. Cool. (laughs) You can have tea and scrumpets. Yeah. Mike White says, in my area, 556223 has increased by $3 a box in the past week because of Lake City and price gouging. Ouch. Uh, Rick Harris says, it's getting ridiculous. What was you going to say? I was going to say only three bucks? Dang. What it costs now for ammo and hunting gear and the price of having your deer processed these days, it's about not worth it to hunt anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike says, did you hear Gavin Newscomb crying like a baby because Judge Benitez overturning the California assault weapons ban? I did hear that. Rick says, in my area, it's over a hundred bucks to have a deer process now. Got another panelist. Let's welcome Jason Stewart aboard. Long time. OH, my friend. Oh, I owe Gizzard. Uh, yeah, man. Good to see you guys, man. Good to see you, Moo. Hey, Jason. Good to see you. So you guys may be carrying the show if I drop out. So. <laughs> Just saying. We'll carry it to yeah, actually, uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving actually, anyway, yeah. right? Yeah, we're good till then, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah actually, I, I came on. I, I couldn't stand to see Gizzard stuck with just move, man. <laughs> oh, I appreciate hey, man. that. Oh. For those who are curious, uh, Obnoxious one is, shall we say, on a hunting expedition right now. We'll just leave it little, at that. Little, little, yeah. <laughs> environment patrol. Uh, the gun snob has football this evening out of town, so he probably won't be here. Um, we'll, see, we'll see him going live on the dashboard on his way home, probably. Hillbilly up, it's his wedding anniversary this evening. So he said he may be in later, but he has things to do right now. Uh, Mr. Rich White still didn't quite feel up to coming on to the show. So I wish him to heal up quickly. And yeah, so the panelists are, you know, falling like flies, man. Did Rich fall down again? Uh, I think he's still falling. I don't know if he ever got up, to tell you the truth. Oh, he turned like snow angels in Walmart, aisle four. Probably. Travis T is out there. Rodney Peters is out there. Duffer 426 is out there. Let's see. Bird is the word, says our tech and daughters. Let's see. Oh, gosh. And my screen jumped on me. Defense Dad says, you took so long, so I'm not here anymore. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> wow. Uh, Rich B. Rich B is out there. At least we got one Rich. Garage Guy 879 is out there. Um, Woods. Woods. Woods is out there. Woods, everybody. 
Uh, Rick Harris says, how about them Carolina Panthers? What about them? Are they doing good this year? I haven't been following them. That's sports ball, right? Yeah, I'm not sure about the NFL. I really don't follow the NFL anymore. Me either. I know what my Chiefs have been doing, and that's about it. Got to be honest with you. Oh, 0-6? Oh. Sorry to hear that, man. <laughs> Speaking of football, Moo, I heard Michigan knows everything about everybody. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> uh. Oh. <laughs> well, we got the big Michigan-Michigan State game tomorrow night, so we'll see who knows yes. what. <laughs> Somebody's going to get charged with voyeurism. <laughs> Something. Oh, where is it? Where is it? Oh, here. Hold on. I'm going to forward something here. Oops. There he is. Gets right one. Okay. Bonnie says you're very welcome. Well, thank you, Bonnie. You've been very unhelpful. Uh, Defense Dad says, it's okay, it happens, still not here. And then he says, hey, everyone, shh, don't tell Gary I'm actually here. <laughs> he sees dumb people. He sees dumb people. He, well, well, probably both are accurate. So, Jason, what you been up to, man? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I haven't really been on YouTube for a, a little bit. Uh, just had a lot of things going on. You know, in in life and stuff, I'm doing okay. Everything's fine. Uh, just ain't had a lot of a lot of free time when I do get home. I'm tired, but I'm trying to get back. Uh, I've been buying up a new computer. Uh, uh, build a new computer room here at the house and have a pretty nice setup. So I'll be able to do a lot more streaming and and YouTubing with the new setup. And, uh, Sweet. But yeah, I've been I've been AOL for a little while, but I'm fine. Everything's all right. I just a lot of things going on. That's all. You know, work's been kind of light, but then when it comes back, you're kind of overwhelmed. And I've uh, I've had cars break down, some car problems, but not complaining. I've made it through. It just it just hasn't left me with uh, much sitting around time, Ma. I'm getting there. I'm all right. I'm glad to see you guys, man. I've been missing y'all. So there's a a couple more people out there in the chat. I've sent out a couple more links. So uh, check your email. You may be on a show. You never know. Do you need further? If you're not on a show, what are you doing? That's right. If you're not here, you know, where are you? Uh, Fluffy 10mm Jeep guy is out there. Roy Munson is out there. We have 23 people watching this show. Block 9. I haven't seen Block 9 in a while. Hi, Block 9. Wow. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, I want to remind everybody, give away at the top of the hour. The hashtag is, uh, F- hashtag FT237. So, uh. Go ahead and put that in. Hopefully, the giveaway tool will work. Uh, Hopefully, I am 
multicasting in Facebook and Twitch also this evening. Facebook hasn't worked for the past two weeks, thanks to Facebook. But I think I got that resolved. I should be on Facebook tonight, finally. If you're out there on Facebook, wave your hand. You know, something like that. Let me know you're out there. Uh, Oh, see? There's one right there. Misha's out there on Facebook. All right. Thank you, Misha. I know that's working anyway. Anybody out there in Twitch? Uh, If you're out there, let me know. Let's see. Fiend Dog is out there. Long time for Fiend Dog also. Welcome back. All right. 26 people. One thumbs up out on the Facebook site and everything's back to normal all of a sudden. Wow. Good. We have the whole hee-haw gang in here. If we can't load up the panel, at least we'll load up. Oh, there's Travis T. out there on Twitch. Hey, I'm working on all three platforms. Awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. What am I missing in a private chat? Who's complaining about? Oh, yeah, I took care of that, Moo. So, uh. We can get everybody out here. Okay. So, uh, (laughs) I guess I ought to talk about something, huh? Um, Before I get started, let's go ahead and do this now because that's my show. I can do it whenever I want to. I want to remind everybody that Gear Websites is your source for Every Second Matters Gun Channel's gear, MOID, and more. Why they have patches, stickers, and other items. And remember, every Friday is Free Patch Friday. So buy cool stuff at GearWebsites.com. Don't believe me? Well, here's Gun Websites to tell you all about it. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. Yeah, we got that done early. How about that? All right. So, oh, looky here. We have a fourth panelist. Let's welcome Pat in a bunker to the panel. Well, howdy, y'all. It's It's been a hot minute since I've been on here, so glad to see y'all again. Now, remember, Pat is in an undisclosed location, so we can't say exactly where Pat is. Unless he chooses to disclose it. That's completely up to him, of course. I'll give you a hint. I'm in a bunker. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for having me on tonight, Gizzard. It's it's been a hot minute. Uh, So, yeah, glad to be back on the panel again. Yeah, Pat and I have been talking back and forth today. We actually spoke on the phone. He also sent me a picture of a cat earlier. So yesterday, I think it was yesterday or the day before, he released a video of shooting one of my pistols out there on Thunder on the Prairie. So, yeah, Pat and I have been in quite a bit of conversation this week. So. You guys been yeah, sharing cat photos today? Is that what you said? Cat photos, yes. Cats yeah, on combines. Yeah, cats in combines. In combines. <laughs> Riding. Yeah. Oh, Riding. 
and yeah. liking it. <laughs> classic working kitty, then. Was this a mm-hmm. barn cat or a house cat? You didn't. You didn't say. Oh, uh, yeah, that was actually one of the guys' uh, house cats uh, was crawling around on the combine, just real curious about what that piece of machinery was. It crawled up into the cab, and he took off, and the cat just sat there right there in the buddy seat and was just happy and content, and so they picked corn all day <laughs> with, the, with the cat in the buddy seat. <laughs> really funny. Well, yeah. How'd that cat get up there? I guess he climbed the ladder up. Uh, honestly, I don't know. He just said he was inspecting the whole machine. And, and you know, cats—they can, they can just about get into anything, anywhere, at any time. So he wound up in the cab. So the guy closed the door. The cat settled down in the seat, and the guy had a cornfield right beside his house, and they went to picking corn. And he just sat there and was just watching the corn go into the. Into the combine. I wonder. Just happy, just happy. <laughs> I wonder if he wasn't up there because you know sometimes mice get up in them things. It would not surprise me. It yeah. would not surprise me. Probably saw one running around. It's like I'm going to sit here and wait till he comes back out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've also seen him come up in the middle of fields too. Yeah, there's oh, mice, yeah. rats, and all the occasional skunk. Possums, porcupines, all sorts of things. Oh, yeah. I remember riding up in a combine with my uncle once when he was combining wheat. And uh, I think it's wheat or beans, one or the other. We saw a skunk up ahead of us. And the skunk took off to the side. So my uncle jumped the row and chased after the skunk and caught him. It's like, what did you do that for? <laughs> Like we didn't really want to smell that skunk for the next day. We get a deer with a cow. Oh, did he get him with the? Did he yeah. get him with the front tire? The no. skunk? No. Oh, the okay. He come by. Oh. oh man! Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Would, Why would it mess up your crops there? This was a grain header on there, not not a row header, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, if if if, if he was uh cutting beans or cutting wheat, depending on the, the same platform, but <laughs> open air cab <laughs> smelling that the whole time. Whoa. Yeah, it is a closed cab, but still. Oh, okay. Okay. So Rick okay, Harris so says that's, that's, I thought you was gonna say you sent a video of him shooting a cat. No, Pat wouldn't do that. No, I, I, I'm not a huge cat fan, but my wife has cats in the house, and I do have one that likes to lay on my lap and everything. And that, that, I, I do love animals, but not as much as my dogs. I do absolutely love my dogs. I want to yeah. say hi to but, Jacob S. out there. Also, Defense Dad says I had Twitch before the medicine fixed it. Yeah, get the right medicine; it'll fix it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick says, I can't have an outdoor cat here for the coyotes. Yeah. Uh, Block I don't nine. know. We... Block oh, 9 sorry, says, my wife, my wife lost two cats in a month from cancer. Man, that's too bad. I'm sorry. That's not good. So, anyway. Okay, 22 people still out there. Let's see. I do believe... 
We've got a few topics we could talk to you. Do we want good news first or bad news first? Is is there good some some good news? Eh, kinda. You want to start with the good stuff first? No, let's end with the good stuff. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's see if I can figure out how to do this and see if my internet will cooperate long enough for that to work. So I'm going to share a screen here, and of course, an ad's going to come up and block it. There we go. It is, of course, naturally from Bearing Arms. And it says, armed homeowner fights back against home invaders posing as police. Okay. Three home invaders who announced themselves as local police got more than they bargained for this week as their intended target shot at them in self-defense as the trio tried to kick in the front door of the armed citizen's home. It was all captured on the homeowner's camera system, including the three men scrambling to get off the front porch of the home and then firing back at the resident. I'm not going to play the video because it may be copyrighted. But thankfully, the homeowners weren't injured in the attempted home invasion, and police had high praise for the armed citizen when speaking to local media. You can see that they really did have their home properly secured. It took them a solid 20 seconds to get through that door by kicking it and trying to ram it, said Colby Crossley, who is the PIO for the Auburn Police Department. The homeowners tell us they're glad they had a gun on hand to protect themselves. We asked the police what they recommended. We do encourage you to defend yourself, you know. If you're in a situation where you feel like you're being threatened... In a situation like this, that's so terrifying. If you feel that's the right action for you to take, then that's what you need to do to protect your home and the people inside your home, Crossley said. Thank you, Colby Crossley, for not uttering some of the platitudes we hear in situations like this where local law enforcement decry taking matters into your own hands. Waiting for police to arrive could very well have resulted in injury or death to the homeowners here. And I'm glad that Crossley and the Auburn PD are actually encouraging residents to be able to protect themselves and their loved ones. According to KIRO-TV in Seattle, Thursday's home invasion is one of at least four in South King County over the past week. While police haven't said if any of the home invasions are connected, apparently three of the four victims were Asian, which raises a question about whether these attacks have been targeted in any way. It's not just the Seattle suburbs that are seeing crimes like this. Homicides are up 20% in Seattle itself, and aggravated assaults are far more frequent than they were just a few years ago. In fact, violent crime is rising in many locations across the state, despite a host of gun control laws that have been put in place in recent years. Imagine that. From bans on large-capacity magazines and assault weapons to a mandatory 10-day waiting period on firearm transfers. If any of the armed citizens' neighbors decide it's time to buy a gun of their own for self-defense, the state makes it impossible for them to do so in a timely fashion. Worried about a home invasion spree in your neighborhood? Better lock your doors and hope for the best because it'll be a week and a half before you can pick up a pistol for personal protection, even if you've already passed your background check. Who benefits from these gun control laws? 
Not law-abiding residents who are rightfully concerned that they could be the next victim of these home invaders who have yet to be arrested or even identified by police. No, it's these violent predators who are aided and abetted by Washington's restrictive gun control regime and its barriers to exercising our fundamental right to armed self-defense. Thankfully, in this particular case, the state's anti-gun restrictions didn't get in the way of the homeowner being able to fight back. But that might not be the case for the next individual targeted by a gang of late-night armed intruders. All right. What do you guys think of that one? Well, when he started telling the story, it kind of dawned on me I never thought of something. that, uh, Man, that would actually be maybe a more scary situation when they're banging on the door and they're saying that there's the police. That would make you stop and pause for a minute. Like, you know what I mean? Is it, is it the real police? Is it the fake police? That kind of adds a dilemma that maybe I wouldn't, never thought of would occur or something. That just, I don't know. I better see badges when they come through that door. That's all I got to say. The very first thing I better see when I open that door is a big badge. Well, that's, that's the thing. I'm not opening the door. I, I have, surveillance cameras and a ring camera you know i can answer the door through my phone you know if you don't if you're not looking like something <laughs> you ain't get i'm not open the door i don't open the door for no. anybody no but they didn't open the door the guy broke the door down so well right so definitely said he had cameras. cameras okay but yeah yeah, that gives you time. As they're beating on the door, that gives you time to uh, make sure you got a chamber loaded. And get aimed. Yeah. And make sure your O light is charged up and you can go take a leak, <laughs> you know, get something to eat. You know. <laughs> yeah. Because you're not gonna need any light. Up. You're not gonna need any light because I'll have about a thousand lumens waiting for you when you get in. Oh, I just changed all my lights, man. I got a hundred watts out around my house. My wife is pissed. She goes, I can't sleep. Hillbilly F is out there. Mr. Mr. Anniversary himself. Happy anniversary, Hillbilly hey, F. Hillbilly. That's right. Congratulations. Happy anniversary, buddy. He never told us how many years. He may not remember, so I don't know. I don't want to get him in trouble, though. He had, nah. He's been happily married for 20 years, been married for 40. Yes, <laughs> say married for 20 years seems like 25 something like that nah. you've been married for 30, 31 here you have wow yeah 31 back in, uh, <laughs> back in uh, April it was 31 wow congrats that explains yeah. the drinking yeah it does not entirely but mostly but uh, I do like what they circled back around towards the end about the gun control laws and about how the only the only people who are being benefited by the gun control laws are the criminals. Well, hundred percent. How about that? What have we been trying to tell people? He was a good boy. Speaking of hillbilly. No way. There is he, he is. He's here. Hey, no guys. Way. What are you doing? You're supposed to be partying, man. 
Well, I'm still married, so that's a good sign. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm still alive. <laughs> that is a good sign. Well, happy anniversary, bud. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, how many How many years? Uh, we've been married for 12 years. Uh, we dated for 10 years before we got married. <laughs> so, I figured she'd put up me for 10 years. Uh, we probably ought to hitch the wagon, you know? Yeah. 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 Good for taxes. 223 DMR <laughs> is out there. Uh, let's see. Somebody by the name of Craig Scott out there on Facebook. He looks familiar. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, congrats to Block 9 for 36 years. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And everybody out there that's that's been married for a good long time, congrats to all of you. Heck yeah. Condolences. Heck yeah. So I don't know if you caught any of the article that I just read about the armed homeowner fighting back against home invaders who were posing as police. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this happened out in outside of Seattle in Washington State. Where did they get the guns at? Oh, the the homeowners? They evidently had them a while because it's like they say, if you thought you were being threatened, you'd have to wait a week and a half to get a gun out there. Now, Defense Dead says there is one good thing about gun control laws. They make good people decide to buy guns to protect themselves before they can't. Exactly. Now, here's a guy I do know. C4 Defense is out there with the hashtag FT237. How many people do we have? Let's see. 18 people entered in the giveaway. So, uh,. Yeah, we got all kinds of people out there. That's probably going to be my lone hen out there in the chat for a while. Unless, well, I know Gunsnob had an out of town trip to a ball game, so I don't know when he'll be coming back. So, football season's about over. So, anyway, I hope that the that the Chelsea Dragons win their game tonight. Whoever they're playing, I don't know. Tim S is out there. By the way, Alex Parlin also out there. Awesome. 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 So do I walked into a great side chat and panel here. Man, this is awesome. Yeah, and I didn't even feed them. You didn't feed them? No. That's why they're hanging around. They're waiting for something to eat. (laughs) There was an empty bag of chips out back, but... uh... You know, he was dealing with uh, customer service for the internet, so he didn't have time to to cook any appetizers. I was looking for some crab. I was looking for crab cakes, but I was disappointed. Now, I always appreciate all those who support the channel, but I also know that money is tight lately. However, did you know that you can support the channel without it costing you one red cent? That's right. All you have to do is use my Amazon store link when you shop at Amazon. So just go to Amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash gizzardgearing without any spaces when you do your Amazon shopping. And when you shop using that link, 
No matter what you buy during that session, the channel will receive a small commission from your purchases. As always, thank you for your support. So here's a story uh-huh. from this afternoon. It says, Breaking St. Benitez declares California assault weapons ban unconstitutional. How about that? U.S. District Judge Roger Benitez developed another scathing rebuke to the state of California on Thursday, just weeks after declaring the state's ban on large-capacity magazines unconstitutional. This time around, it was the state's ban on assault weapons that was before the judge in a case known as Miller v. Bonta. Benitez was unsparing in his criticism of the law, which he says bars ordinary Californians from possessing commonly owned arms that are protected by the language of the Second Amendment. And uh, here's what he said. Let's see. Modern semi-automatic rifles like the AR-15 platform rifle are widely owned by law-abiding citizens across the nation. Other than their looks, the state calls them features or accessories. These prohibited rifles are virtually the same as other lawfully possessed rifles. They have the same minimum overall length, they use the same triggers, they have the same barrels, and they can fire the same ammunition from the same magazines at the same rate of fire and at the same velocities as other rifles. No! What is it, then, that animates the state's criminalization of possessing certain rifles as assault weapons? It is that similar rifles have been used in some mass shootings, and that, by virtue of this law, the legislature hoped to keep these modern weapons out of the hands of mass shooters. The California legislature, at a time in the past when the lower courts did not recognize an individual's right to keep firearms, and in a state that has no constitutional analog to the Second Amendment, balanced that interest above and against its law-abiding citizens who wanted these firearms for self-defense. That was then. Today, the Supreme Court has very clearly ended modern interest balancing when it comes to the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment, the court said, is the very product the very product of an interest balancing by the people, and it surely elevates above all other interests the right of law-abiding, responsible citizens to use arms for self-defense. It is this balance, struck by the traditions of the American people, that demands our unqualified deference. The American tradition is rich and deep in protecting a citizen's enduring right to keep and bear common arms like rifles, shotguns, and pistols. However, among the American tradition of firearm ownership, there's nothing like California's prohibition on rifles, shotguns, and handguns based on their looks or attributes. Here, the assault weapon prohibition has no historical pedigree and is extreme. Even today, neither Congress nor most states impose such prohibitions on modern semi-automatic arms. In contrast, laws that punish criminal acts committed with any gun like the crime of assault with a deadly weapon, remain perfectly constitutional. Those criminal laws are not at issue here. Benitez's 79-page decision is far too long and so full of juicy goodness like this that it would be impossible for me to quote all the highlights, so take the time and read it for yourself when you've got a half hour or so. Even though the Bruin test does not require and, in fact, prohibits interest balancing, Judge Benitez engages in a bit of his own to rebut California's argument that banning commonly owned firearms, because they are sometimes used in high-profile and shocking assaults on groups of innocent people, will have no impact 
on law-abiding citizens. And that's a long paragraph there. I don't want to read it all. Uh, the Second Amendment Foundation's Alan Gottlieb said shortly after Benitez's decision came down, we've known all along the state ban could not hold up under constitutional scrutiny, and we were encouraged by last year's Supreme Court ruling in the Bruin case, which rejected the notion of interest balancing when it comes to Second Amendment challenges. Judge Benitez came down on the side of the Constitution and history. He did indeed. So what happens next? Benitez granted a 10-day stay on his permanent injunction, so if, if the past is any prologue, California Attorney General Rob Bonta will appeal the decision to the Ninth Circuit and request a stay. The Ninth Circuit will grant the stay and allow the law to remain in place during the appeal, and then a majority of Ninth Circuit judges will start to play keep away from the Supreme Court with the case. Meanwhile, California Governor Gavin Newsom will bizarrely bloviate about the rights regression in Benitez's decision, even though it's California's rights suppression that's the issue. And sooner or later, the Supreme Court will get a hold of this case, though not nearly as quickly as we'd like. The assault weapons case that should get to SCOTUS first is Bianchi v. Brown, which has been pending in the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals for almost a year now. Even if Bianchi gets there first, Judge Benitez's opinion is going to be extensively cited by the plaintiffs challenging Maryland's assault weapons ban, and he's given them plenty of legal ammunition to use before the Supreme Court when the time comes. All right, and we are joined on the panel by Guns and Barbecue. Good evening. Welcome, welcome. So. Hey, Barbecue. Those of you who heard what yeah, I really? just read, what do you think about uh, the Benitez decision in California? Oh, I think it's awesome. Uh, I watched the uh, breakdown of on a uh, four box. It uh, wasn't four boxes diner. It was, uh, oh, dang it. It's one of the uh, constitutional guys that I'm subscribed to that names. Uh, blanking on me for some reason, but no, he did a really good breakdown on it. You know, the good 10 minute version on it. And yeah, he, he did a really good job. Uh, St. Benitez did. So all for it, all for it. Sounded really good. I would encourage anybody out there listening to, you know, take a hour of your life, two hours, however long it might take you to, you know, read 67 pages or however long it is exactly. I don't remember hundred percent, but, um, it's a great read. Um, judge Benitez, uh, just did a great job eviscerating all the arguments that the, uh, state of California was proposing, um, uh, really well written. C4 Defense says, hello, gentlemen, and barbecue. Wow. <laughs> Evening, office. Uh, that is 100% warranted. I cannot be counted as a gentleman. Or a scholar. I appreciate uh, Sarge's honesty. <laughs> well, there's How did that. I fly on the gentleman part? <laughs> Anybody else want to opine on this before I go on to the next story? Yeah, I'll say something. This yeah, um, this Judge Benitez is uh, 
I see he's starting to become a little bit famous, you know, in this mm-hmm. uh, two-way uh, uh, awareness society or whatever. Probably thanks to uh, Guns and Gadgets, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, he's really brought it to light to, I'd say, probably all of us. Uh, this uh, Judge Benitez, as they call him, the saint and all that. Uh, I just I just don't know anything about him, but I just wonder, you know... Uh, like he's becoming so famous and uh you know being in the news, I wonder if he has any um expectations of a higher office besides that judge or whatever you know what I mean uh and then I was just thinking about that before you know I started to say anything uh on the flip side, he also could probably be the most hated man in California <laughs> among the ruling class, you know what I mean. <laughs> So, uh, uh, it's something, at least there's, I don't know. It's kind of strange, but at least there's somebody out there like a, we're rooting for a judge. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're, we're, we're rooting for a judge or, you know, we're, we're, our emotions are weighing on his decisions and stuff. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's kind of, you Ironic, you probably would have never thought of that before, but that's what we're doing. We're rooting for a judge, and we're applauding his decisions. Well, if there was a like a judge, kind of like fantasy football deal, like he'd be on everybody's draft list. Oh yeah, he's like coach of the year. Yeah, let's say like like uh, you mentioned, Jason. He's probably like the most hated person in California, which. Um, uh, what's his face, Governor of California? I can't think of his name, but uh, they were running a smear campaign trying to discredit him and actually, uh, you know, try and get him removed from bench. Um, but at the same time, I don't understand why people in the two-way sphere want to sit there and call him Saint Benitez. Um, it, it's a judge that's doing his job. Um, nothing that would qualify him for sainthood other than just saying, "Hey, this is how." It's written. This is uh, the text and history. This is what the Supreme Court rules. I'm doing my job as I should. Um, I don't understand why when we have to say that Guns and Gadgets made him famous, that is silly. Um, the reason that he's got gotten so much notoriety is because every uh, gun case where something's trying to be rolled back in California is going through him because the organizations cherry picked for, to make sure that they would go through his district court because they know they're going to get a favorable decision. So, you know, guns and gadgets, Reno may, um, Washington gun law, arm scholar, four boxes, diner, you name it, you know, every one of them, is you know and i mean that's just to name a few but every one of them is sitting there talking about these decisions that he's making because he's the one that's making all of them you know if it was another judge somewhere else you know it, it's not like uh any one of these uh youtubers went we're gonna make this judge famous no, it's just he's the one making the decisions so he's the one that's getting all the notoriety but um I don't know. I, I just always try and caution people when it comes to sycophantism. Uh, you know, a lot of people are singing the praises of Amy Comey Barrett. And now 
a lot of people are like, oh, hey, you know, what's going on here? Because the last couple things that Amy Comey Barrett's rolled on, she's uh, not been, uh, you know, voting the way people would like her to vote. And so, again, just the idea of sycophantism, you know, it worries me because people sit here and profitize these elected officials and appointed officials because, you know, we might get some favorable decisions. But then, you know, the second that you don't get a favorable decision, then you're going to demonize them and just remember they're a person just like you and me that you know has a little bit of decision making power and at the end of the day just as easy that they interpret a law to go our way they can interpret a law to go against us all right so real quick we have a question out there from C4 Defense. He says, question, does banana bread before bed make the beast sleep? Now, I was so perplexed by that question, I made it into a poll. And I've put the poll out there in front of the audience. So uh, uh, let's go through the panel. Let's say you were just speaking guns and barbecue. Where do you fall on this question? I would say yes, but especially if it has nuts. <laughs> especially if it has nuts. Okay, well, that makes sense. Uh, two live moo. Was it beast or best? Beast. Oh. Mm, you know, technically, if you eat a little something with sugar in it before you go to bed. Mm-hmm you do have better sleep. So, you know, they always say that if you're having a problem going to sleep, you know, have a spoonful of peanut butter before you go to bed. And uh, something about the sugar and the insulin gives you a little bit better sleep. So I'm going to have to agree. With, I'm going to have to agree with that. Well, depends on where you put that peanut butter at though. Well, and well, my dog. Had... <laughs> All right. Yeah, no Here dogs in the room when you sleep or nothing. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Jason, what do you say on this? Are you here? Yeah, you're here. Respectfully, I'm just going to bow out of comments on this one. I really can't do anything that's um, uh, family appropriate. I can't just. Uh, I've even tried two options and I can't come up with anything that's not. Uh, appropriate even for my standards you're talking bananas bread loaves i just can't help it. i can't come up with anything honorable to say that then uh sure i guess go ahead and try it i guess that's fair all right let's see i already talked to guns and barbecue how about pat uh i'm gonna say yes because uh I've had homemade uh, banana nut I'm sure you have. bread, and uh, <laughs> yep, I was I was waiting for somebody to chime in as soon as I said that. But anyway, sorry, uh, sorry but when you when you put homemade in there, it just opened that door wide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I figured I, I knew I was stepping onto a, a landmine on that one. <laughs> but anyway, 
no, uh, I, I love it when it's fresh out of the oven and you can cut your slice off and put just a little bit of butter on it, have a couple pieces of that. Man, that about puts that nail in the coffin. I'm done for the night. I'm going to bed. All right. Fair enough. Hillbilly. Well, my wife won't let me eat bananas because always makes me want to monkey around. That's what I heard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, maybe banana and nuts not good together in the same sentence, Pat. Might not be. Uh, yeah, I knew I, I knew I was stepping on a landmine on that one. I knew I was, but anyway, I I, I said what I said. I want Abby, to hear more about moon, bar, moon of peanut butter. Abby Finnegan's out there. Pony forty seven is also out there. Um, so let's go ahead and end the poll. We have twenty seven votes, and. I think you will see that our audience, 59% of our audience say no, it does not. 40% say yes. So now Sarge is telling us out there, let me get to it. My son made some peanut butter bread. My dog Bo ate most of it later and regretted nothing. (laughs) He slept like a baby. (laughs) Uh, Now Triggerfish out there. He says, any nut before bed helps the bees sleep. And I'm not touching that at all. Uh, Let's see. Rick Harris says, what happens if you eat fruitcake before bed? I don't know. Woods says, I'm a diabetic and I have totally had a spoonful of peanut butter every night because Moo told me to years ago. Works great. Sarge says, well, it appears 59% of the people are wrong. He has spoken. But there's only a 50-50 chance of that. Well, that's true, too. All right, real quick. Real quick, he says, as if I do anything real quick. Let's get some a good news story in before we go on to the next segment. So, if you call it good news, and that's... You be the judge on this one, because the good news this week is from Taurus. And it is the Taurus Judge is now available in the Toro edition, which is the Taurus Optics Ready option. So now you can get your Taurus Judge Optic Ready. How about that? Is that just thing for home defense, or is it? Uh, is it a whole lot of uh, to do about nothing? What say you, panel? Taurus Judge Optic Ready. Moo, what do you think? Is that the Clint Taurus optic ready? I don't know if it has anything to do with <laughs> Clint or not, to tell you the truth. No. I mean, <clears throat> I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> $600 or the $400 optic sitting on top there. Yeah. No. Uh, no. 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 Jason says no. Moo says no. Hillbilly says What's I, I mean, doggone it. Like you said, you're looking at, you know, at least 800 bucks, you know, with a decent optic. And, you know, especially if you're going to have 410 shells in it. I mean, you have 45 Colt, you know, might be the deal. But, you know, I I don't 
a lot of people I know that's had, you know, the judge or whatever, a lot of them have uh, 410 shells in them. And then maybe one or two Colts there at the end or something. But I don't know, man. That's a lot of dough. And it's not even polished. Well, there's other options. Let's see. Let's see if you get the... Here, you got the Toro stainless here if you'd rather have that one. It's another 80 bucks. Oh, forget that thing. Yeah, another 60 or something. Yeah, something like that. It's too much. But... uh, I don't know, but... I could go about this either way. It's personally not the gun for me, okay? And, you know, I'm an old-school guy. There's a thing about red dots on classic guns like a revolver or a 1911 or something that just it doesn't sit right with me. But at the same time, particularly this one in stainless, it depends on who you are and what you need. Now, that could make a great, fishing tackle box gun right there or if you're in an area with snakes you know uh you're fishing but like you need a if you're even going to take a firearm you need something rugged and dependable well stainless steel revolvers pretty rugged if you're going to use 410 shot shells on a snake up close uh you know maybe a red dot might come into play real quick uh I think it does have a use, very limited, maybe a very limited scope, but like if I was in snake country and I was in the woods or whatever, I bet I would take that gun and I wouldn't be ashamed of it at the same time if I'm using it for a tool. Now, this is not the gun to break out of the barbecue and the range and show people and talk about, (laughs) but like... (laughs) By by God, I bet if you ran across something you didn't want to run across, you would probably be pretty goddamn glad you had this. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah. like, I I kind of just knock it as a an everyday guy, a buyer, a collector, of range. No, but for somebody that's really going to go out into the the real world, yeah, I can see it. It didn't. It took a minute, but I can see it. I I could see it. Even the black one. Like, if it's just in your boat or your tackle box, I mean, that could, it could have a time because, like, I'm not a snake lover at all. And I don't even want him to, like, slither away. I just feel better about the rest of the day if I know it died. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I just don't, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot more comfortable where I'm at if I just know it's dead. So, I, I'll give it to him. Like, if you just want to call it a snake gun or whatever, yeah. And it could be a good snake gun. I I, I kind of see it for that. But hey, Jason, are you I, sure you're not a snake lover? Oh, I'm fucking positive. What? what? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Jerry. My bus. <laughs> but what if it was like a homemade banana nut snake? <laughs> I got a shotgun with a flashlight <laughs> on it. Take care of that. <laughs> I agree with you, Jason, on that part. It's just the price that I would have trouble giving it, giving for it for that type of use. Now, that kind of price, and if it had a bigger frame and a six-inch barrel, I would give that kind of money for it, probably. Does it come uh, with the optic for that price? 
I don't think so. I don't think so. I, don't I mean, either way, I'm in on yeah. it. It's a Taurus judge, you know. And I, I'm with you on, on the whole barbecue thing, gun there, Jason. Like, this isn't a gun. Like, do you ever want to show up at the barbecue carrying a Taurus? Like, you're going to get laughed at. That's like saying that you caught a dorkfish. Nobody wants to admit they caught a dorkfish. Yeah, the price is what it is, I guess. But, like, I'm just saying, because, like, we're talking about, you know, we're fishing, we're at the dock, we're doing something. Sometimes snakes can be a dick, and they don't run away. They keep messing with you. And sometimes <laughs> they got more than one of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two, like, like a whole man, I've had them come right to the boats many times. Like, that might be all right, man, with a red dot, now that I think about it. Take out two or three of them, man, getting near the water, getting near the boat. Yeah, I, I, I could see it, man. I really could. I mean, the price is what it is, but like, if I didn't have one, there's five, six snakes I done watched for 25 yards make their way straight here. I wish I would have one. You, know? you probably don't need a red dot if it's, you know, filled with 410 shots. Okay, two or three people that came into the chat. I want to say hi to Ron Wayne. Chicago Mike the Shooter is out there. Guns and Water is out there. We've had a lot of talk about snakes, uh, revolvers, and fruitcake, believe it or not. Uh, And uh, going back to something, if I can find it. Yeah, Sarge says, I think it's cool. I said what I said. Okay, so fair enough. Abby is advocating for the snakes of the world out there. So, uh, you know, it, it probably worked good for squirrel on the front porch, too. You know, reloading from the hot pot is out there. Evening, everyone just stopping by before bed to say hi. Well, hi. Uh, C4 says you always need a red dot, they are the way. There you go. All right, so, yeah, you're going to find about as many people who aren't interested in the Taurus as are, I suppose. But uh, let's go ahead and go into the what did you learn segment. In this question, I ask my panelists, what did you learn? And then I give them a chance to plug whatever they want to plug. And I've been given a... uh, a heads up that uh, one of our panelists needs to go here soon. So, uh, Pat in a bunker, what did you learn this evening? Well, I learned tonight peanut butter and or uh, banana nut bread can uh, get you into a uh, situation that <laughs> everybody can laugh at. So, uh, that's what I learned tonight. But anyway, I just wanted to say... Uh, Great to be back on again, Gizzard. Uh, like I said, we talked earlier and didn't know exactly what went wrong on the membership and everything. But anyway, got it all straightened out and we're back again. So uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, great panel tonight. Had fun. So, and that's what it's about. So uh, anyway, y'all stay safe, carry a weapon and, uh, Daylight's coming soon enough that I need to get my, uh, I need to get to bed. So, good night, y'all. All righty. All righty. Good night. Thanks for being here, Pat. Uh, 
while we're going through here, I'm taking a look at some stuff that Sarge sent via the text. Here's a look at the Apollo 11, by the way. That's pretty uh, cool. That's so sweet. I like that. You've heard all the hubbub about it. There's what one looks like in the wild. So, Oh, man. Very nice looking pistol. The man, eagle has landed. I'm going to have to file bankruptcy, and I'm going to have to, like, blame you people for it. <laughs> as long as they don't take your guns when you file bankruptcy. All right, so let's go no, ahead. No, but my boat and my truck might not stick around that long. I sold my well, Let's boat go ahead and go with Two Life Moo. What did you learn this evening? Oh, hey, Gary. Uh, I learned that I need a 12-gauge with 11-shot capacity. I know, right? Oh yeah, those are full shells too. Those aren't those little baby those baby shells. Nah, they're full. They're grown up shells. And what do you have coming up? Ah, nothing. I got. I mean, as far as YouTube, nothing. Uh, Kids are coming home next weekend. That's going to be a blast. Can do a lot of barbecuing. A lot of. A lot of eating, a lot of drinking, a lot of playing pool, maybe a little bit of hot tub. But uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Good to see everybody. Good to see you guys. You've been always good to have you. And looking at another one of Sarge's pictures here. Not real sure what this is, but it's very interesting. It's a uh, hand shot first. Yeah, that's hand pretty cool. He shot first, and that's and that's that's. That seems like to be a bad thing, but no, you got to get the first shot off, man. Yeah, you better. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Moo. Jason, what did you learn this evening? Oh, same thing we all learned. Nan or bread makes you get a nappy nap, helps you sleep. And uh, bread before bed. Yes, sir. Didn't know that. Uh, Glad I know. I'll probably never experience because I don't eat nan or bread, but uh good to know i'll pass it on to someone but uh good to hang out with you guys good to look at some good gorn talk about some few things uh had a good time time by went by pretty fast uh uh congrats to pony for the nice nice sticker and swag pack patches uh so yeah it was a good little friday man hope everybody has a real good weekend and uh uh, looking forward to Halloween and trick or treat. All right. Well, thanks for being here. We're looking at uh, GSL suppressor sitting on top of looks like uh, Nakatomi Plaza. That's pretty cool. Stand there. That is cool. <clears throat> Don't you wish you yeah, had that? That's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> I like Me. it. All right, who's next? Guns and Barbecue. What did you learn this evening? I learned that, well, I already knew this part, that Italian clothing is sized much different than U.S. clothing. And uh, But what I did learn is that Jason likes to shoot for this reason, because there's contraceptives there. All righty. Yep. I didn't quite hear all that. It broke up on me. Oh, crap. It's not going to be nearly as funny now. 
I said yeah, that I Jason gets his contraceptives from the Beretta website because you know the sizes say that they're big, but you know still small still. Oh, okay, I get it now. No, no, it's it's the other way around. Barbecue, like <laughs> like you order an extra large from them, thinking it'll fit, and you get a little tiny. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the whole problem. So it looks like we have a Keltec sub two thousand here. Pretty cool. Let's <laughs> see, you got anything coming up, Guns and Barbecue? Uh nothing good. Um I think we got book club coming up on Tuesday. Uh and just you know, counting down the episodes to three hundred. So other than that, thanks for the uh invite as always, Gizzard. You bet. Thanks for being here. Let's look at a cannon. <laughs> Little mini cannon with an O light. Look at that. And a red dot on the top. And a red dot. Ain't that cool? Those got to be run flat tires, too. Let's see. (laughs) And they got, looks like they got chrome or polished rims. Yeah, I see brand, awesome. brand new nuts on the on the axle nuts. Too. It got jammed <laughs> nut, got a jammed nut. Yeah, it won't no chance of it backing off. <laughs> Imagine if the other end of that is on a trailer hitch, and you're driving down the road, and somebody's oh, throwing a cannon straight at you. Well, Sarge says Gideon Optics are no, cannon no. rated. Oh, right. hillbilly! <laughs> what did you learn this evening? Uh, well, first of all, I'd mount that can on the roof of my truck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, uh, I learned that when you get married, your wife expects you to remember that date every year for the rest of your life. So, um, I did learn that today. And you're still um, married. <laughs> yep, I am. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, coming up. You got a show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Guns, Beer, and Therapy tomorrow night, uh, 9 o'clock Central, 10 o'clock Eastern. And if you guys uh, get a chance, swing by and say howdy. We try to have a good time in there. Um, we got plenty of videos coming out uh, each and every day. Um, and I appreciate you having me on tonight, Gary. It's been awesome panel and side chat. Thank you very much, buddy. Yeah, hey, you bet. Thanks for being here. Let's... Look at the last of these pictures from Sarge. <laughs> see, this one is a sticker that says "Drunk Chicks Dig Me." Very cool. <laughs> Let's see. Let me see if there's any more in there. That's when they chew their arm off the next morning. Oh, that's that's not even part of that. <laughs> oh. He says that drunk chick pick is you at the casino. Okay, so that was a that was intended to me. Okay, cool. That's Gizzard at the casino. Fair enough. Fair enough. The, the other sticker said hey, make all what's great again. One yeah, last hot chick. Who cares? One last Gorn. This is from Ron Wayne, and he says this is uh, Mrs. Wayne's purse pew. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. PSA. Nice. What what trigger is that? Uh, There's another picture of it, by the way. I'll show it also here. 
so you can see the other side. Since your name is Two Live Moo, you can see the other side. The other. <laughs> I don't know what trigger that is, but it's a cool trigger. Yeah. And one thing you learn is you keep your hands off your wife's purse pew. They get mad. Probably or two. Yeah. All I right. Clean, well, I, we I are. Clean all the time. <laughs> so we are That's, already in. <laughs> Go ahead, Gary. Sorry. We are already into G-Web's time, so let's go ahead and drive this thing off the cliff and get out of here. So I would like to thank everybody for the abbreviated show because of my internet, but at least we got it in anyway. So thanks, everybody, for bearing with me. Thanks, everybody, for watching out there on the YouTube side. This time also Facebook and Twitch. Thanks to everybody for watching this evening and for those listening later on. On the audio podcast, thank you for joining us also. Thanks to everybody who uh, contributed with Text and Gorn for helping the program to be interesting. And, of course, thanks to my panelists for uh, making this an interesting show. And, as always, thanks to all of my channel members for their support of the channel. So, uh, we will have Foul Territory again next Friday. will be Foul Territory 238 with Aegis Gun Care. So make sure and join us then. Have a safe and pleasant weekend. And remember that if anyone tries to infringe on your right to keep and bear arms, give them the bird. This is Gizzard Gary. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Foul Territory is a production of Gizzard Gary Productions and is streamed live every Friday at 9 p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch and released as an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, Samsung, and Podchaser. For more information, visit our website at gizzardgary.com.